Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a sh Silencing critics Eliminate misses Two chips never accept On shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name Read about it We're golf teachers hall of fame Never doubt it It's time for the truth Here's our dude You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney it's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. That is a website that you can go to to find out information about golf lessons from me. You can also sign up for my free instructional videos. They are going out on a weekly basis. That's a good way to get some free instruction there. And uh, there's some other great deals on HaneyUniversity.com. So go there and check it out, HaneyUniversity.com. All right. Today's topic has to – it's one of my favorite topics of an, an, an instruction. And this came up into my mind the other day. When I was over teaching at the golf practice, actually, I was teaching at the golf practice, and my friend Chris, who that's uh, his facility, the golf practice. Chris is a phenomenal teacher. Anyway, he said, "Hank, would would you come over here and and look at one of my students? Give me your opinion." And I went over and uh, this. High school girl, really good player. Name was Gigi. And I watched her swing and I thought, wow, she has, she's got a great swing. She's been a student of Chris's for like a, a long time. And she's got a, she's got a great swing. I was sitting there and I watched her and I thought, I wonder what she shoots. Because when I'm looking at her swing, I think, well, I mean, if she would have told me she, she was a par shooter. I would have certainly believed it. And she said, you know, well, you know, I kind of haven't been playing very good. And, you know, I'm shooting 80 or 78 or something. I forget what she said exactly. It was, it was much higher than I thought it would have been. This is a question I ask a lot of people. 
how would you analyze your game? What do you think you need to do to get better? Now, now in my mind, a good analysis would be, uh, <laughs> well, it would start with penalty shots, two chips, and three putts. It would be like I uh, occasionally I miss my drives to the left or I miss my drives to the right, and they get me into I can get into trouble that way. Uh, my iron play, you know, my miss is usually a little bit of a pull. Maybe I'm better at getting at, at, at getting at right pins, but not as good at getting at left pins. Uh, I, I hit, you know, iron shots thin, and they come up short a lot. Uh, my short game, uh, my you know, chipping is good. My pitching and sand game could be a little bit better. My upper and in percentage on uh, less difficult shots is, is pretty good, but on more difficult shots, it's not so good. My putting is pretty good, but I, I you know, when I three putt, it's usually the fact that I miss a short putt. I'm better on left to right putts than I am on left to right to left putts, something like that. That would be an analysis. And I don't expect that deep of an analysis, although it would be nice if you had a deep analysis like that. This is common. What I got was I get in my own way. I don't play with enough confidence. I was like taken back. I said, you don't play with enough confidence. Okay. And I'm thinking like, what does that mean exactly? Like, like, like you don't play with enough confidence. I'm a, I'm an instructor. And I'm thinking, okay, how am I going to fix that? How do you fix that? How do you fix not playing with enough confidence? What do, what do you do to fix not playing enough confidence? Like, I'm, I'm used to fixing shots, you know? Like, I can fix a shot that goes to the right. I can fix a shot that goes to the left. Uh, you know, it's, it's the same in any sport. You figure out what your weakness is, and then you, you work on that weakness, you know, I mean, if, if you're, you know, if my son's playing hockey and I'm like, okay, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's got to defend, you know, a, a two-on-one better. Or when a guy's coming down, you know, he, he's, he's got to learn to angle him off to the, the boards. It's, it's a technique. And if you have great technique, then what's going to happen is you're going to build confidence. I, 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 I'm reminded of the quote by Jack Nicholas, arguably the greatest mental game player ever. I mean, I don't know who you'd put greater than Jack Nicholas. Maybe Tiger Woods. Maybe both of them the same. But Jack Nicholas won 18 major championships. And, by, and that's how they measure greatness in, in, in golf. And, and he's the greatest ever because of that. Now, I think nobody's ever played golf better than Tiger Woods. But anyway, Jack Nicholas, 18 major championships. Jack Nicholas said this about confidence. He said, the way, this is an exact quote, the way people talk about confidence, you'd think you could go down to the store and buy some. It's something that takes years to build up, and after one or two bad shots, it's gone. That's Jack Nicholas talking about confidence. And I've got this little, like, 16, I don't know how old she is, 16, 17, you know, tell me that her, her problem with her game, the reason she's shooting 80 is because she doesn't play with enough confidence. That's like fantasy land. 
I mean, what, what does that mean? And I, said, I said to her, I said, let me ask you a question. I said, do you think, A, that ball is sitting on the ground thinking right now Gigi is not confident, so I'm going in the water or out of bounds. I'm going one of those two places. Or B, do you think that ball only knows what the club does to it? And, of course, her answer was, well, the ball only knows what the club does. Yeah, I said, exactly. I said, that ball has no idea that you're confident or not confident. It has no earthly idea. You have to make the right swing. And if you make the right swing and you hit better shots, your confidence will grow. But even if you're not confident, it doesn't mean you can't make a good swing. I remember when Tiger Woods won the Open Championship, 2005 Open Championship at Hoy Lake. I think it was 2005. Anyway, the one at Hoy Lake. There might have been a different one. He won a, won a couple of them. Might have been 2006. I don't know. Can't remember. Maybe 2005 was the one at St. Andrews. Can't remember. Maybe 2006. Hoy Lake, whatever one it was. That was the most dominant ball striking tournament that their major champion there might have ever been. At least the only one, the, the best one I ever knew. Hit the ball so good it was incredible. I, I, I remember when he stood up on the 18th, 18th hole. Of that tournament. And I, I told this story, and I, I said, you know, I remember we stood up on the 18th hole, out of bounds left, out of bounds right. He must have taken 10 practice swings. He hadn't been taking 10 practice swings on every shot all day, but on the 18th hole, he must have taken like 10 practice swings. Now, do you think he was taking those practice swings because he was confident? Or do you think he was taking those practice swings because he was nervous about the situation? The answer is he was clearly nervous about the situation. The difference is, is everybody gets nervous. There isn't anybody who plays any sport that doesn't get in a situation where they're nervous. Everybody's nervous. As a matter of fact, you're hoping to be nervous. In golf, you want to be on the 18th hole of the final round with a chance to win. And if you're on the 18th hole of the final round with a chance to win, you are as nervous as you could possibly be. When every player on the PGA Tour shows up to a tournament, they're hoping that 72 holes later, they are as nervous as they could possibly be. Every player on the LIV tour is hoping that in 54 holes, they are as nervous as they could possibly be on the last hole with a chance to win. They're not living in fantasy land. Now, let me tell you when you're not nervous. You're not nervous when you have no chance. You've probably played in golf tournaments. I'm sure everybody's listed has played in some kind of a tournament or something. You get out there, you're nervous. You double bogey the first hole. All of a sudden, the nervousness has gone away. Why? The tournament's already over. You, you, you can already see the writing on the wall. 
and now you're not nervous anymore. You want to be nervous. That's, that's, that's what sports are about. You want to have the pressure. That's what gives you such a high in sports is when you come through in the, in the pressure. What fueled Tom Brady? Fourth quarter comebacks, comebacks, two minutes to go in the game, march it down the, the field. The most nervous, pressurized situation you could possibly be in is what gives you the greatest satisfaction when you come through. It's what everybody is hoping for. And you're going to be nervous. But to be confident, you have to have belief that you can do it. That belief comes from the fact, most of the time, that you've done it before. Or if you've never done it before and it's your first time, you're thinking, okay, I've done, the, I've done this in practice. This is, I just have to do this like I did in practice. But you have to have fundamentals and you have to have technique and you have to analyze your game, your situation, so that you're always working on trying to tighten things up. It's crazy how many professional athletes and former professional athletes that know I coach Tiger Woods come up to me and, and ask me about what was, what was it about him? And, you know, what, what, what was the thing about him mentally that he could just always come through? They're so convinced that he had some kind of mental superpower that they didn't have. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that he was so good. He was fundamentally so good. And he was so good in practice. He never missed a shot. So when he got out there in the tournament... When he wasn't as good as he was in practice a lot of times, it was still plenty good enough because his, he was so absolutely dominant in, with, his, with his technique and his fundamentals. And then when you do it over and over and over again, you get confident. And you're confident when you're hitting it good. You're confident when you're playing good. You come through a few times when maybe you don't have your best stuff and you think, well, you know what? I figured it out last time. I can figure it out again. But when Tiger Woods would get nervous, he would deepen his commitment to what he was doing. He would think about what he was doing. He would focus on what he was doing. And the more he focused on what he was doing, that allowed him to get through a situation. So when he was taking those 10 practice swings over and over and over again, rehearsing what he was doing, I could see it. I, I could see, you know, he's nervous about this shot, and that's why he's taking all these practice swings. But when he gets nervous, his commitment deepens. What happens when most people get nervous? When most people get nervous, their commitment weakens. They get nervous, and they don't think about what they're doing. And then they just return to their old habits. There's so many times when I'm watching, like when I'm watching my son's like hockey team practice, 
And if I was on the ice, like one of the, if I was on the ice, the one thing that I would do over and over and over and over and over and over again is I would tell the players, hey, so-and-so, think about what you're doing. You just made a wild swing there. Think about what you're doing. We worked on your technique the other day in practice. We worked on your technique when you had a private lesson. And you got up there to hit that shot, and all you did is just swing. And you didn't think about what you're doing. Think about what you're doing. When that guy's skating down the ice, coming at you, think about what you're supposed to do. But when you get nervous, you don't think. And when you don't think, and then you come back to the end, and say, oh, I, just, I wasn't confident. What, what does that mean? Like, I don't get it. Like, like people say, well, oh, he's, I, need, I need to be more confident. No, you don't. You need to be more correct. And if I was super confident, I'd never be nervous because I'm just so confident. That's what everybody wants. The guy that's skating down you, he, he's, he's, he wants to be confident he can get right by you. And you want to be confident you can stop him. And, and you want to be confident you can hit this putt. And, and, you know, I mean, it's just like, it's fantasy land. It, it doesn't matter if you're confident. Be correct. You know, you're going to make a putt. You got to read the putt. You got to hit the putt the right speed. You got to start the putt on the right line. That's what you have to do. You can be as confident as you want. But if you don't hit that putt the right speed, man, it's not going to go in. You can be as confident as you want. You can have this great confidence. All this, this confidence. Oh, I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this. Well, you better read it right. You better focus in on what you got to do because you got to make sure you got this putt read right. And you got to make sure you start the putt on the right line. And you got to make sure you hit the putt the right speed. You can just try to convince yourself that you're confident or trying to convince yourself that you're going to make it. Don't worry about that. Worry about the process. What do you need to do to hit this shot? Think about what you're doing. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Campbell. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. I remember when I coached college golf and these, some of these kids would get up on holes and they, you know, hit a terrible shot. And I, I would be, I, afterwards, I like, about on the 13th hole, I mean, you just got up there and hit. I mean, you didn't think about what you were doing. We've been working on that shot. And when we work on that shot, I tell you exactly what you need to think about to hit a good shot. And you just got up there and you just 
hit it. You didn't even think about what you're doing. You didn't focus. You didn't concentrate. You didn't take your time and think about what you're supposed to do. So how do we even know if it's if it worked? How do we know? How do we know if we need to do something different? How do we need to know if we need to exaggerate a little bit more? How do we need to know if we need to change your thought? Because you didn't even try anything. All you did was get up there and just blank out and get it over with. And that's why I tell people, think about what you're doing. Take your time. Think about what you're doing. It's the same thing in every sport. Focus on what you're doing. Focus on your fundamentals. And if you have good fundamentals, you're going you're gonna to have a good result. It's, it's, it's really that simple. And if you have good results and more good results because of your great fundamentals, you're going to gain confidence. Now, I don't know what that's going to do for you because you can be as confident as you want. You still got to execute. I mean, confidence doesn't give you execution. You got to think about what you're doing to get that execution, or you got to practice it over and over and over and over and over again until it's just second nature. But most people are always continually trying to get better. Their, their, you know, their whole game is a work in progress. And if it's a work in progress, then you've got to think about what you're doing. It's just, you just can't bank on the fact that it's going to happen. So, so, it's not, you know, th- this whole confidence, I want to be confident, I want to play with confidence. Yeah, I, I bet you do. But in the meantime, uh, let's, let's think about what we're doing. Let's have a diagnosis of uh, what do I need to do? This is a, I've got a situation that's happening right now. I've got a shot in golf. I've got a... You know, a person that's coming at me on the hockey rink, and I got to be able to do something. I got to stop this person. What is the technique I need to use to execute this play right now? What is the technique I need to use to hit this golf shot right now? Think about what you're doing, and then you got a good chance of, of getting it to happen, and then you'll be confident. Doesn't, it doesn't work the other way around. Confidence doesn't give you good fundamentals. Good fundamentals gives you good results. And when you get good results, you feel confident. But it still doesn't change anything because the next time you're faced with a situation or a shot or whatever you got to do, you still have to have good fundamentals or you know what's going to happen? Next time, you're not going to be confident. Just like Jack Nicholas said, takes years to build up. After one or two bad shots, it's gone. So, uh, hope that helps you. Think about it. Process all that, and uh, you'll be on your way to playing better golf or better whatever because it's the same thing no matter what you're doing. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Any Podcast. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do 
and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 